Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. I align my words, my thoughts, and my emotions to communicate clearly. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. I think this is a bit of a fun one today, Jane. Well, it is, isn't it? But we've got to make sure our words, thoughts and emotions are all clearly aligned so we can communicate clearly. Oh, thanks, Jane. Right, no pressure. All right. So, because we are doing body language, but what we're, what we're really doing is non-verbal communication is what we mean. So, what, what that does mean is, what energetic message are you giving off even when your mouth is closed? Jane. Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? Such a big topic and it's something that some people are gifted with being able to really read body language effortlessly and easily, but the majority of the population struggles with it. But some people are so socially inept as to the point that it's they're just almost blockheaded about not not reading or hearing the most literal like I, I have a girlfriend who is so unaware I've been in situations with her where people are literally walking away from her while she's still having the conversation with him like, with them because they can't they, they've given her every single exit and every single cue to end it and she's still having oh, the, the conversation yeah and they just basically start walking off as she's wow. still talking wow now that's that's the extreme of well, un- and then there's unawareness. the extreme of people who are deliberately giving off really toxic body language, but they lack the guts to speak the words. Oh, I do know some of those people oh, yes. too. <laughs> yes. they, and, and then we've got the... And those people trigger me big time. I call them on their shit. Do you, Jane? Oh, totally. What do you do? I, talk, I say, I'm getting the sense that you're feeling, and I say it. And what and, do they do? Oh, they squirm. No, 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 no. And I go, that's okay. I just thought I'd let you know that that's the impression that you're giving off. <laughs> you're such a stirrer. You are such a stirrer. Well, it, I feel that it is the lack of sensitivity in this world that fires me up the most. But and it's each person's responsibility to get sensitive and understand all forms of communication. It's just like there's so many people who are raised in so many households where emotions and thoughts and communication is not dealt with in a mature way. No, and it's not taught. No, and they just they just pick up these horrific habits that they carry through into adulthood that then we have to deal with on I know, a daily basis. It's not taught. And and it frustrates me so much. Like it's when the beautiful French teacher at school was so disappointed that when my child wasn't going to do French after year eight and wasn't taking it into year nine and she was said, It's spoken in four countries, it's so important. She learns it and I said, Oh I'd rather a language that's spoken in every country was taught. Yeah. And she said, What well, English? That is taught. And I said, No, body language. And I <laughs> And well, uh, she didn't even answer for that one. She was probably thinking you were going to say Spanish or something. Yeah, probably. Or <laughs> Latin. <laughs> now, that's not disrespecting. I would love to be, you know, multilingual. It would be a blessing. It would be fantastic. And I feel ignorant when I go into another country and I can't speak their language. However, body language is universal. And it's our responsibility to know what our body language is, but also to be sensory aware of other people's. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes if I'm tired and crabby, I will get annoyed when I'm spatially. People are not spatially aware. Yeah. But then I look at the different cultures. Like, it, it's fascinating, you know, having just been in Thailand, where there's 8 million people that live in this one city. I mean, that's virtually, that's a third of Australia. Um, in one city. Wrap <laughs> your head around that. I know, that, I know. And they're not spatially aware at all because it's like, there's a gap, I'm going for it. 
That is, it's, it's because they, but yeah, we need to be clear here about the body language across different cultures because there are completely opposite rules with physical behavior appropriateness in other cultures. Like exactly. in India, where grown men will sort of kiss on the cheek and hold hands and walk down the street when they're straight and married, and that's considered fine. And, I and, love and that. Other, love yeah, it. Yeah, other things, I mean, I haven't, can't pull all the examples to mind right now, um, but there are definitely well, things you, in, you know, in those cultures that you'd never do here. You get in a lift. Yeah. You get in a lift with a farmer from Australia, and a farm in Australia is probably four times the size of a country, some of the country, smaller countries in Europe. And that's their home. And you get in a lift with them. They're going to be right backed up in the furthest corner away. Yeah. And, and it is an interesting game, spatial awareness, actually. If you watch, um, oh, I love people watching, sit in an airport or wherever there's a group of chairs. And the first person will sit down usually on one end of the row. Yeah. And then the next person's going to come and they'll take the opposite end. Yeah. If they don't know each other. And then the next one's going to come and take the middle chair. Then the next one's going to come and take the middle between the end and the middle. And they just keep filling the gaps. We have so many bizarre unspoken laws and rules around that, don't we? I'm just But this is our own energetic... Like, as we become more aware of this, we start to be aware of our own energetic bodies. And our bodies expand so much further out than what you think your skin and flesh does. Mm. Um, And you can start to manage yourself better. I can remember years ago when my parents, my parents used to go in the real rugged outback type um, four-wheel driving where you take your own CB radio, your own petrol, your own water, and you don't see another person for 10 days. And they got onto what in Australia is like the equivalent of the Indian reservation. So you get to the sacred Aboriginal grounds and you have to go into the office to get permission or a permit to cross the Aboriginal lands. And so there was this Aboriginal man in there. And so, you know, we kind of come bumbling in the door, like, you know, we're from the big city and da-da-da. And he, talk about holding space, every time my dad got a bit closer to, like, point at the map, he'd take a step back. Yeah. And then dad would step closer and he'd step back because he was saying, you know, again, that was a whole conversation he was having non-verbally saying, this is my space parameter. You don't come into this space. I hold a different space energy mm. to you. It was really mm. cool and fascinating. What about in a lift? I love the lift as the, the lift. example. Lifts are classic. I know. I always, I always get to, this is the, my cheeky little inner child that's really quite funny and quite, quite out there. I always get tempted to want to go into a lift and if the lift is full, walk in the lift and don't turn around and face the doors. Just face them all. <laughs> I love you, Jake. You're such a stirrer. I swear to God. <laughs> but everybody turns around and faces the door and everybody looks up. Yeah. And Or oh, start a conversation in the lift. How's everyone's day going? We can't talk in a lift. <laughs> Nobody talks in a lift unless there's a breakdown and it's emergency County Reeves type situation. Um, do you know something that's really interesting that my mum used to come across in primary schools and anyone who's in teaching or working with young people of multi-diverse ethnic backgrounds will know this. This is where cultural problems come in with body language. So, for example, if you've got um, a Asian child who has done something misbehaved or whatever... And, you know, the, te- the Australian teacher might be like, you know, look at me when I'm talking to you. Such a Catherine Kinsey, look at me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> and the Asian child will look anywhere but there because in his culture or her culture, it is a sign of respect to lower the eyes. That's right. And so there's all these subtle things, aren't there? 
I'm going back to the lift though. Can I tell you about my lift game? It's got nothing to do with this, but I have to drop it in. I go into lifts or any any confined space where you're put with a complete mishmash of the population. Like maybe it's in the line at the you know the grocery store, or maybe it's in the lift or on the escalator. And I think if the world suddenly stopped right now, and me and these five people were put on a desert island, like which is the person that would make fire? Which is the person that would die for? <laughs> which is the one I would get with? Which is the one? Like you, you play this like immediate survival skills kind of like scenario in your head. But anyway, I'm totally off topic. You so are. But That's hilarious. Your head. I mean, I mean, the point about elevators is they're such an unnatural environment. They are the most unnatural. You're in a confined space with complete strangers in a metal casing for a short moment of your life. It presses every alarm bell, literally. That narrowplanes. Of instinct. Exactly, right? It's just, anyway, we are so off topic. But how, we are. How funny are lifts? Body language, Jane. Body language and non-verbal communication and space. Okay. So, well, that's the first thing, talking about space and being spatially aware. Um, And you will find that um, where people live determines where their comfort zone is. So people that live in the city will comfortably converse with somebody with a couple of feet um, gap between them. Somebody from a country region where they're used to more space will actually physically stand further back from you. Mm. Um, and people in heavily populated places such as, you know, China, or um, they will stand <clears throat> much closer. But so, can I say something there, and I don't want this to sound generalised, stereotypical or racist, but when I lived in Sydney, I would always feel really the most at ease and comfortable and safe when I was around the Asian populations who'd moved there. I think the reason why is because often they have come from such huge cities with such overpopulation that they've perfected the energy of anonymity. So you can be with many, 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 many Asian people like in a train or wherever and feel very left alone and very private. They would never look at what you're reading. They'd never sit there and stare at you or stare at your shoes or have a go. I like, found that in London yeah, as well. Yeah, right. People are so respectful of space when there's so little space to be had because mm. there's a different set of rules coming. Mm. It's fascinating, mm. isn't it? I'd always feel really comfortable like I was completely invisible in those environments. Yeah, yep. it's interesting too when people are um, conversing or not conversing and what their body language is actually saying. <laughs> and so I find it fascinating at cocktail parties, for example, because I host a lot of them, where you have people that are engaging and chatting, but let's look around the perimeter of the room and let's look at the people that are not speaking and what is their body language saying. And you can look at them and instantly you know, oh, they're shy, oh, they're bored, oh, they think their shit doesn't stink and that they're fabulous and there's nobody worthy of them speaking to. And anybody should be able to walk in and glance at that body and know that's what they're giving Mm. off. Or they give off that vibe that says, don't come talk to me. It's a very cold, warding off kind of a vibe. Yeah. But you can also, um, it's good for people to practice this, to watch people that are not talking and try and sense what their body language is saying. What their emotional saying. Because as you observe others, Mm. you start to then become more aware of your own body language. I was just going to say, Jane, this is an awesome way to fine hone your psychic skills and your instinct if you're looking to do that. Go, Go into a public space, like Jane said, an airport, a bank, anywhere, a supermarket, and just see if you can read the emotions people are carrying as they're walking around. And this is the thing. What's going on in your head and what is going on in your heart is what is being shown in your body every time. Your body your body is only becomes in alignment with your words when you are speaking from your heart and your mind. So when you're saying one thing and meaning another, so you might be saying, oh, 
no, 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 I don't mind at all. When you really do mind a lot, your body language is going to be rigid. Your arms are probably going to be folded. You're defensive. As Beck called me up on a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> We're talking about being competitive and Jane had her arms crossed immediately over the top of your competition. Um, and so... Your, your body is going to actually say, I do mind, and your words are saying, no, I don't mind. Now, depending on how good you are at masking things, usually the tone of your voice also will give it away. So you might say, no, I don't mind. No, honestly, I don't mind, versus no, 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 I don't mind. Yeah, no, fine, whatever, no, no yeah. that's fine. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> like it's the games that we play yeah. and it's pathetic games and they're games that we shouldn't be playing and we need to step into adulthood and be responsible for what it is that we're wanting to communicate with anybody who we value in our lives. Speak your truth kindly and honestly. That's right. That's all you have to do in any situation. So if you're wanting to meet somebody and you're single and you, you're going out and you're thinking, oh, but I'm not really good enough and I'm not funny enough or pretty enough or whatever and I really don't know that anybody's going to talk to me and I'm a bit scared about people talking to me. Your body language is going to give all of that off while you're going, smile, smile, keep smiling, keep smiling, someone will come and talk to you. But your body language is giving it off. You've got to change from the inside. You have to get all of the tools that Beck and I share all the time about self-belief, self-worth, self-acceptance. You've got to do that work so that your body language is clear and matching what's in your heart, which as you've opened your beautiful heart and you've connected with your incredible mind and you start to speak your truth, now you're standing in authentic, dynamic power. And I reckon there's probably less than 1% of the population that can do that. But the Love Life listeners can do it. If you're going after something in your life or trying to lock in or create or achieve or resolve something. Yeah, you can do it physically. You can, you know, have that confrontation or write that book or follow through that system or program or do, do what is required of you to action it and get it happening. But so much of the game is the vibration that you actually hold to get to the end result. And it's what Jane's talking about. So let's say if it's particularly with another person, maybe you have to interact with them on email or maybe you have to interact with them through some way, but really it's what's not being said that's going to get you to the place that you want to be with that person. It's entirely through the energy that you're holding and the way you're conducting yourself. And you know when they say things like fake it till you make it, maybe maybe you're not feeling brave or you're not feeling sure or you, you know, you're not feeling grounded about it or you're, you don't know what the outcome's going to be or it's new territory for you. Sometimes it's like you have to kind of get your body on board to kind of work for you and with you in this one. So maybe you imagine having armour on or maybe you imagine um, having a big bubble of light over your head that's for wisdom and clarity or maybe it doesn't really matter what symbols you use, but you sort of have to bring your body to the party in order to action, deliver and fulfil the, the thing that physically on earth you're trying to play out. Perfect. Perfect. That's not too vague. No, that's perfect. I've got a great exercise too for people that are wanting to feel something different. That, like they're wanting to make sure their body language is matching what it is that they are desiring to be. So let's say somebody says, I want to have more confidence. Then I want you to find a role model. Use Hollywood, use TV, whatever. And YouTube to find somebody that you believe is a role model of confidence. And then what I want you to do is screenshot that photo and then mimic it 
mimic everything about it. What angle is their chin on? How high up is their chin? What angle is their head on? Where are their shoulders at? Are they square on? Are they side on? Are they... Is their rib cage, are they extending from the chest up? Is the pelvis tip forward or is it back, etc.? And you mimic that body language. Now, as you mimic it in the mirror, then I want you to hold it and don't move a muscle and then ask yourself, how does this feel? Now, this is the posture of confidence. And that might feel uncomfortable for you, but you need to start faking that. You need to start really working that. Really practice the posture as you're dealing with your mind and as you're dealing with your heart and your words to all be in alignment, you're going to start to fake it till you make it. But another thing that I did when I first started coaching and somebody would sit there and I'm reading their body language and I know it's different to what they're saying and I'm thinking, what is it? What is it that's really going on here? What I did was I mimicked their body language and went, oh, that's what that is. So I I would absolutely move every little part of me into the identical body language of theirs and then I'd ask my heart what is that and I'd get the emotion and then I knew what they were doing and that's one of my cheat cheating it's my Mm. little tools little clever ways of being able to to coach faster is to Mm. I can now I I don't have to actually mimic it I can I've done it long enough that I can identify it by looking at it but it's a really cool tip for people that are wanting to understand what different emotions look like or if you start with your basic things of somebody's anxious what does that look like you know they're wringing their hands they might be pacing things are moving really fast and short little jerky movements within their body copy it do it yourself and go oh yeah that's what that feels like and then what will happen is you'll start to be more aware of your own body and think what is it I'm doing oh I'm feeling this so it's another way of connecting with your emotions is by instead of Feeling the emotions, if you struggle to identify what the emotion is, try and look at your body and let your body tell you what your emotions are. Has that got too weird? No. And and mirroring as well is just such a powerful tool, can I just quickly say. I mean, a lot of people do know this now. You know, if you do want to get through in that job interview, if you do want to make those people like you, if you do want to warm up that boy to you, you you very subtly mirror what they do. But, But you find that it happens so unconsciously it's a dance it's an energetic dance i pay a lot of attention to this like when i'm skyping a client or a girlfriend you if i'm leaning to the right side she'll lean to the to the mirroring side if i lift up my head and scratch my chin she'll lift up her hand and fix her hair it's it's fascinating fascinating. and i've also observed it in movie theaters when i'm sitting next to a total stranger in a packed movie theater if i clear my throat or if i lift my hand up they'll actually do it in a minute as well it's it's kind of bizarre it's i don't know anyway um I used to do the game in the airport. <laughs> My brother and I used to do this when we were young and travelling with mum and dad. And we'd sit there, we're bored, waiting for, you know, flights. And, and we'd play the yawning game and we'd just eyeball somebody and yawn. That's hilarious. And within 10 seconds they yawn. And then you watch who they were looking at and then the next one yawns. So we'd get the whole airport yawning. <laughs> you can actually keep a tally. Like, how many yawns have you got? I've, I've got 13. How many have you got? That's 15. exactly what we used to do. Yeah. We used to have such fun. We'd go, that one over there, watch this. And we'd wait till we catch their eye and then we'd yawn. <laughs> so funny. And they could be, you know, 20 feet away, 40 mm. feet away. They could be a long way away. Um, who feels like you I feel like yawning right The yawn, there's nothing like a yawn. <laughs> it's such a powerful transference, isn't it, that idea? Anyway, let's move on from yawn so I don't yawn in the middle of my own podcast. <laughs> Um, the spirit guides are talking to me. They're saying we need to talk about um, hidden truths and lies. 
Right. So we yes. need to cover this off we under do. this topic because this goes. This back, is where the problems occur. This is, and when people say, "I just have this feeling, but I don't have any proof." But you know, police detectives are trained in this stuff to out people and figure out criminals and stuff because they check. They check for all the signals, like when the politician says this and his eyes skit off to the right. Which is mean, why they all go off and do NLP. Right. Exactly. So that they aren't getting caught out and exactly. stuff. Yeah. So. But you still, you know, it would take an absolute master to not be able to read what's really going on. The fact is, anyone who's listening to this show is emotionally slash, slash spiritually slash just instinctually aware. And that means it's all about resonance and it's all about vibration. And any time somebody says or presents anything to you, but your body picks up a very different feeling or vibration, um... That's the truth. That you don't need any more justification than that. To be right. honest, you actually don't need. I actually don't need words from people. That's nothing. It. I do need, not need no, words. It's your, your body is an antenna all the time, or like a big sponge that's just soaking up the atmosphere. And you know, this is another way that we can actually really easily talk to animals and connect with the animal kingdom because you don't need words. It's body language. It's your vibration. It's frequency. It's feelings. It's emotions. It's colours. And to that extent, could I say? That is the best way for you to communicate with the universe. The universe doesn't speak English, you know, or American <laughs> or Taiwanese. The universe speaks vibration, emotion, and colour. If you want a pay rise, if you want a knight in shining armour, if you want a white house on the hill in the best suburb and that's what you're currently manifesting, don't tell the universe I want a knight in shining armour and then a white house on the hill. And blah, blah, blah. Like, they, they don't care about the detail. You just hold, okay, if I want the knight in shining armour, what are three emotions that I would feel every morning if I woke up the rest of my life with my dream partner? I would feel happiness, where's that? It's in my heart, it's pink. I would feel excitement, where's that? It's yellow, it's in my shoulders. And I would feel contentment. It's blue and it's back in the heart sort of area again. Okay, well, every day, get up and tell the universe, in love, I would like blue, yellow and pink, please, in these places in my body and the universe goes oh we know what you're talking about we've got one of those right here and then they find your vibrational match there it is you cannot afford to lie with your words you can't because everybody knows the truth now some are better at knowing it than others however it is so important that you really get your words in alignment with what is your truth, which is why I harp on, harp on, harp on. Speak your truth with kindness because we know. And the most damage that is done to a relationship is not actually the words that are thrown. It is actually what's not said, but what is well read. And when you're dealing with people who are not saying anything at all, but their actions are speaking volumes, you then use your words because what tends to happen is it's the mirror dance. And so we have somebody that goes passive aggressive in in whatever it is they're doing physically, in their body language or in their actions. So it's also about actions. It's not just body language. It's um, it's what you don't say that says everything, mm, you know? Yeah. It's, um, I think oh, it's- that person that didn't wish you a happy birthday and you've always felt like they didn't really like you and, and um, you know, it's, it's what they don't do. And that is where you need – well, you don't need to, but that's where you could – Call on, call them on it. Well, this is the basic action: speak louder than words, which is a very, very basic version of what we're talking. We're talking about the more the sophisticated truth, version, yeah, yeah, which is going into vibrational stuff. Yes. But yeah, action, absolutely, action: speak louder than words. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah, it's the quickest way to, to. If you want to know the truth about your relationship with someone, yes, absolutely, stop listening to what they're telling you and start start observing their behaviour. And and that's it's all right there. 
you know, when women are all like, oh, should I give him another chance? And he wrote this and he said that. And yeah, but you know, it's a follow through. It's the same in business. Do they follow through? Everyone gives promises. Everyone butters people up and, you know, does ask kissing and all this stuff. It's all about where's the follow through? Where's the action? Where's the action? Yeah. There's so few doers in the yeah. world. And all of the top experts and life coaches and business gurus will always talk about this. They talk about perseverance and the doing. And that, that whole thing about nothing separates them from the rest of the population, but the fact that they got up and did all the shitty stuff that nobody wanted to do, put in all the boring hours they didn't get paid for, and just kept plugging away even when it was really unfulfilling or just the rewards weren't there. They did all the extra blood, sweat, and tears. And it's that, it's that amazing follow-through. And, you know, I read an article the other day, um, where a teacher was talking about they can pick the students in their class, the ones who've had jobs and the ones who've never had jobs, they can pick them straight away because they're, they've got all of those classic kind of stereotypical behaviours. Like they're more respectful, they know how to speak properly, they know how to follow through, they've got ethics more more because of commitment and responsibility, more sense of accountability, all of those kinds of values are there. And, um, you know, I, th- I just think that that's interesting because it applies to grown adults as well. You can always... Jane and I, and probably many of you, we are in industries where people make us promises all the time. <laughs> just, just when I met Jane this morning, she just gave me two two promises that oh, someone else has promised her like, yeah, about yeah. love life. We'll, we'll believe it when we see and, it. That's right. And I'm like, that's well and good, but my Where's, boss are they doers? Our bosses are not other people's promises. Our bosses are upstairs, and and it sort of needs to come from that that core place in you. And this goes back to your own gut feeling and your own instinct. If someone is running you in circles, if someone is gaslighting you, if someone is doing smokes and mirrors. If someone is telling you one thing and doing another, a lot of this just has to come down to your own gut instinct as well. You can feel the energy. You know the truth. It's actually about admitting it and getting real because often we don't want to admit. We would so much rather hear the story, but she said this and I'm just going to keep going along with that version because it's easier for now rather than ending the whole friendship or whatever. Well, actually, I think you need to be honest and it's your spiritual job to speak your truth and end the friendship. And it is your spiritual job to do that because the reverse side too is where people, sometimes the people with the worst body language are the people who are actually really kind people. They're very gentle. They're very kind. They lack the ability to speak their truth. And yet that can hurt the most when you're not speaking your truth and you think that uh, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings Mm. And yet, pleasing, protecting. Yeah, but worse. you're actually hurting people more because it it's what you're not off. saying. And so it is each person's responsibility to step up, find your words, find them with kindness and speak them. Because believe me, what you're not saying is doing a lot of damage. Yeah, I a agree. A lot of damage. It's, isn't it amazing how we shoot ourselves in our own foot by we're doing something because at the end of the day or the long picture, like what is it? The, I can't even speak now. The big picture, um, they people are trying to protect, to buffer, to make themselves feel better, to not hurt others, and it always backfires mm. because it's duplicitous. Is you're coming in on a vibration that is not honesty and it is not transparency and it's not genuine. What do you think's going to happen? Look at the law of attraction. Exactly. You're going to drink your own poison at some point. It's just, it's going to catch up with exactly. you. Exactly. So, you know, when I joke about the fact that I call people on their shit, that's a joke, right? But the reality is it's my responsibility to. And you're giving them because the, I cannot the biggest have, gift ever. I cannot have communication that is fake. And so I have to go into, I'm getting a sense that you're feeling this. Oh, no, 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 no. 
okay, well, perhaps you're not comfortable talking about it, but I need to let you know that is definitely what I'm sensing. I mean, I acknowledge it takes balls of steel to have some of these conversations. I mean, it can be very intimidating or scary or confronting or uncomfortable. Oh, I the picked last the time. Thing you, no, but for, I'm talking, you're oh. different, Jane. You've had decades to fine hone this. I reckon for people like me or the average person in the population, it's still quite tricky to have to actually speak your truth because, again, we are actually not in a society where that's really cool. There's there's always the, the person who's kind of also a bit, politically a bit, correct on yeah. everything. Well, that's right. And there's always someone who's a bit Follow policy the rules. or a bit of a warrior, and they they're kind of quite blunt. And you sort of you sort of laugh about it. And go, oh, that's just her. She's she. Yeah, just, but I don't like blunt really either. Blunt is blunt can be cruel. Mm. When people this say, is always with kindness. Like when people always. say, "I'm just really honest," but they kind of give it to you. That's kind of a different vibration, mm. isn't it? Um, yeah, but I do, I just think that it is it is genuinely your sort of spiritual and moral responsibility. If you're doing a lot of work on cleaning up your energy game in life and your reality and your intentions, this this is a huge part that comes into it. You cannot exist in a vibration that is inauthentic if one thing is being communicated but another polar opposite energy is being held at the same time. You're actually in the XY chaos that we were talking about last week. That's right. That's two different vibrations. And if you're really unsure, you know, we've given some tips and tools on how to start to learn about your own body language, get somebody to video you and just say, but it's not where you even know that it's being videoed. It's just mm. random. Mm. Like, you know, it could be your partner or your children or your, your friend that you're just walking around the house and they're just videoing you or you, you whatever. But seeing videos of yourself... And looking closely at your body language and knowing what your intent was, which is everything. And that's why we harp on about setting your intent. Mm. Because when you set your intent, that is getting your thoughts, your words, and your emotions all in alignment. So your body language is supporting the words that are coming out of your mouth. I align my words, my thoughts, and my emotions to communicate clearly. Thank you so much for joining us and for all of your loyal, loyal support to the Love Life Tribe. We love you guys. Please keep sending your questions through a private message to us on Facebook, which our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Love Life Show. Of course, you can always jump onto our website as well, lovelifeshow.com, and you can um, you can write to us there. You can get private coaching, psychic readings, love, love life counselling, all kinds of stuff from Jane and I one-on-one. Um, you can see what events and programs and seminars are coming up. Um, and until this time next Next week, we encourage all of you to really, really speak your truth and have a little bit of fun playing the body language game. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening.